global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Folks from Van Eck ringing that closing bell at the New York Stock Exchange. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ all closing at or near their best level of the day. S&P 500 index rising the most in four weeks. Joining in equity market gains from Japan to Europe. Energy producers, industrial shares and banks were among the strongest contributors to today's rally. Matt Maley is equity strategist at Miller Tabak in Boston. He was interviewed moments ago right here on Taking Stock. The one group that has is defensive that hasn't done as well, it started to do better finally, but hasn't done as well as a defensive play in the last year or so is the, is the healthcare stocks. Of course, the problem is, as we've learned very much, you can't just go into any old healthcare stock anymore. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 222 points, a gain of 1.3%. S&P 500 index up 25, a gain also of 1.3%. NASDAQ up 59, that too a gain of 1.3%. We are awaiting the latest numbers out of the Walt Disney Company. Paul Sweeney is Director of North American Research at Bloomberg Intelligence. He was interviewed right here on Taking Stock. Well, I think uh, investors are certainly going to focus on the ESPN uh, numbers, uh, principally because, you know, last summer, uh, the company really took the market by surprise uh, by disclosing that ESPN uh, had been losing uh, subscribers um, and that was going to impact uh, their anticipated growth and profits coming out of the cable network business. That was a real shock uh, to investors. We had not seen that uh, really in ever, really, for the in the history of Disney. And Disney shares up today by 1.2%. We are on Disney Watch. We'll get those, uh, those numbers to you as they become available. Lumber liquidators tumbling today after reporting first quarter results that were weaker than expected. LL on the ticker down 7.9%. Gap shares plunging today by 11.5% after the apparel chain posted disappointing results. Gold up $1.50, a gain of 0.1%. 402 on Wall Street. Now a look at other news from around the world on Bloomberg Radio. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Former Republican presidential candidate Marco Rubio today addressed a roundtable on the crisis in the Middle East. He took a swipe at Donald Trump's NATO policy. It's a lot easier to say, for example, you know, let's not... Why, why do we give why do we give all this money to NATO and these other people that we're protecting do not? And um, it's easier to say that than to explain what would happen if you didn't. And so that doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. I just think it takes time. Senator Rubio dropped out of the presidential race in March after losing the primary in his home state of Florida. President Obama's Supreme Court nominee has sent an extensive questionnaire to the Senate Judiciary Committee detailing his judicial qualifications. Republicans have said they won't give Judge Merrick Garland a hearing. Uh, We expect that upon receiving his questionnaire, the Senate Judiciary Committee uh, members will do their jobs by reviewing the information, noticing a hearing so that the American people can hear directly from Chief Judge Garland as he answers questions under oath, and then give him a fair uh, yes or no vote. White House Press Secretary Josh Earnest. In the document, Judge Garland lists details of his work experience, his biographical background, his financial information, and his most significant cases. A New York City landlord's facing mortgage fraud charges and a tenant harassment lawsuit. Stephen Croman's accused of trying to bully tenants out of rent-regulated apartments. Attorney General Eric Schneiderman's also suing a private investigator who allegedly deceived, threatened, and even stalked some of Croman's tenants, hoping to intimidate them into moving. 
Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping, a rally on Wall Street today with the S&P 500 index climbing 25 points to 2084. That is a gain of 1.3%. Again, we are awaiting the latest numbers out of Disney. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates emotion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. That was called Movers and Shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Pretty big thumbs up for the stock market today. If we look at the S&P 500, there were 447 gainers, only 54 losers, four share prices closing unchanged. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox as we continue our live broadcast at the Boston Convention and Exhibition Center ahead of tonight's Greater Boston Chamber of Commerce 2016 annual meeting. Dave Wilson is back at Bloomberg World Headquarters in New York City, and he's ready to kick off Movers and Shakers. Let's talk about Allergan. You know them as the maker of the anti-wrinkle treatment Botox. You know, yesterday they had a 6% gain after Teva Pharmaceuticals said it expected to complete the $40 billion purchase of Allergan's generics unit on time by mid-year. Well, today Allergan came out and said they're going to buy back as much as $10 billion in stock after the deal gets done. And beyond that... Allergan posted first quarter profit that beat analyst average estimate in the Bloomberg survey. So on top of yesterday's gain, Allergan up 5.3% today. I'll tell you about the shares of General Mills, higher today by a little bit more than 1.5%. This comes after Citigroup analyst David Driscoll wrote in a report that General Mills may be a takeover candidate for 3G Capital. That's the private equity firm that has uh, pushed a lot of consolidation in the food industry with the help of Warren Buffett. And, of course, 3G Capital controls Burger King, uh, owner Restaurant Brands International. Once again, shares of General Mills higher by a little bit more than 1.5%. Well, it's not to its... $1,000 price target yet, but Amazon having a pretty good day after a Sanford Bernstein analyst said, yes, he's bullish on Amazon short, medium, and long term, and he is predicting this uh, climb that would be, geez, it'd be almost a 50%, well, I shouldn't say 50% climb from where it is, but close to it. Uh, Amazon closing up 3.4% at $703.24. This is uh, Carl Kirchner. His price target is now the highest on the street. An analyst at J.P. Morgan has the next highest at $915. A venture capitalist at Social Capital said this past week that Amazon will be a $3 trillion company Within 10 years, Dave. Boy, oh boy, if you buy any of these arguments, there's still time to buy Amazon and make some money. Indeed. You know, it's coming up to retail earnings season. We get results from Macy's tomorrow, Kohl's, Nordstrom, and Ralph Lauren on Thursday. And so what happens? The government comes out with wholesale inventory figures, and they show that inventories of clothing relative to sales, we're talking apparel wholesalers, 
are the highest on record at 2.32 months. Not what you want to hear in advance of these results. So all the stocks I just mentioned went lower, uh, with Kohl's taking the biggest hit down 2.4%, Macy's down 2%, Ralph Lauren down 1%, and Nordstrom down 7 tenths of a percent in today's trading. Shares of uh, Kroger. Lower today, down a one and a half percent after the grocery store chain says that it is going to hold a nationwide hiring event to fill 14,000 open jobs across its supermarket chains. That includes Ralph's, Fred Meyer, and Food for Less. And uh, this company, of course, are based in Cincinnati. They've got nearly 2,800 stores, including Payless and uh, King Scoopers, as well as Bakers, and they are looking to create. 20,000 new jobs since 2014. Well, another retailer, uh, Gap. Gap is down about 11.5% today, closing around $19.30 a share. What happened? Well, uh, they are same-store sales. It's a very important benchmark for retailers, down 7% in April. That's what Gap said today. And analysts are predicting a gain of 1.1%. They got a new CEO last year. He's said he's going to have a big turnaround that would show up by now. Instead, uh, their sluggish store traffic from March continued in April, especially bad at Old Navy. Comparable sales at that chain plunged 10% in April. It is time now for the Volatility Index Report. It is brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. The VIX lower today, down more than 6%, down 0.90, settling at 13.67. And at one point, you know, the wild moves today in the VIX up 1% and down 1%. Currently, the level of the VIX is half what we saw in February. Complacency is setting in. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for a price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave! Who? Dave! Hey, Investors might put up with one or two disappointing earnings reports, but when you have four straight quarterly losses or disappointments in a row, I guess that could be tough. And this brings us to Dave Wilson and his stock of the day, PRA Group. That's right, Kathleen. This company's a debt collector that began 20 years ago as Portfolio Recovery Associates. company buys consumer loans that have gone bad and tries to get borrowers to pay up. It does business in the U.S., Canada, and Europe. PRA has been publicly traded since 2002 and is listed under the ticker PRAA. Company shares rose as much as tenfold during the current bull market in U.S. stocks, peaked at $65 each in November 2014. Since then, PRA has given back most of its bull market gains. The shares retreated as one earnings report after another proved to be disappointing. The company's results for the first quarter were released late yesterday and brought more of the same. PRA earned 85 cents a share. Analysts expected 94 cents on average, according to a Bloomberg survey. Revenue trailed the average estimate by 6.3%, and that was the fifth straight quarterly shortfall on the top line. Now, the latest disappointment sent PRA shares to their biggest one-day loss ever. The stock tumbled almost 19% in today's trading. Thank you very much. Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks columnist. Coming up, we continue broadcasting live from the Boston Convention and Exhibition Center before tonight's Greater Boston Chamber of Commerce 2016 annual meeting. We're going to introduce you to one of the first investors 
in Cascade Communications. Find out how to turn a tech idea into a tech business. You're listening to Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by the Town of Hempstead Industrial Development Agency. Find out how to put the Town of Hempstead IDA to work for your business. Call 1-800-593-3870 or visit tohida.org.